This is CliffCentral.com. All right, let's get to Rich. Good morning, Mr. Mulholland. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Excellent. Thank you. I'm glad that you could join us the week before Christmas. Are you in the in the Christmas spirit? Do you do anything with, your, with your family? I am indeed. I'm getting ready. We're uh, going on a bit of a surprise holiday with the kids, so I'm not going to talk about it now. But um, yeah, I'm very excited. So it's hopefully going to be super rad. Cool, man. Listen, before I start, see ya. Does Dolly Parton sleep on her back? That is pure gold. That is amazing. Yeah, the Dolly Parton <laughs> reference is quite an unexpected one from Sia. I mean, of all the people here to have remembered anything about Dolly Parton, I least expected it from him. It's just obvious though, Rich, isn't it not? Absolutely. And I also, uh, you know, I like that we're not calling them titties. No. On Dolly Parton, they have to be breasts. Yes. Yeah. Although jubblies does feel like it, it could work as well. Oh. But, you know... <laughs> Uh, Butter anyway. Bilit Lamine and her jubblies. Oh, <laughs> I instantly have visuals there. <laughs> jubblies is such a nice word. It's so friendly. Yeah, it is. You can't get cross at someone if they refer to jubblies. <laughs> All right, so what's on your yeah. mind this morning, the week before Christmas? All right, so it's because it's my last uh, uh, show of the year. What's mm-hmm. on my mind here, and it's actually something that has been on my mind. So this is something I've been thinking about a lot. And I'd already kind of plotted this system out. And then I thought, well, in fact, this would be a great idea to talk about on the show. And it's about my New Year's resolution for next year, because I've decided to take it quite seriously this year. So I started kind of looking into a bit of the history about New Year's resolutions. It turns out the Babylonians made promises to gods at the start of each year and would give back objects and stuff to pay their debts. Uh, the Romans would um, make promises to the god Janus, mm-hmm. and that's who uh, January is named after. And like in the knights would take the peacock vow, which would reaffirm their commitment to chivalry, all of these things. Like, so people have, have followed this for ages. The problem is, for the most part, nobody sticks to them. So I started looking in to see why they fail. And I found that this psychology professor, Peter Herman, and his colleagues identified what they called false hope syndrome, which means the resolution is significantly unrealistic and out of alignment with the inter- people's internal views of themselves. And the principle, the principle reflects that of making like a positive affirmation. Um, and when you make these affirmations about yourself that you don't really believe, you're, you're very likely to fail mm-hmm. um, and actually damage your self-esteem. The other problem is that um, people make these re- uh, resolutions and then they're really, really good for maybe the first month or the first few weeks. And then they miss one day and then the feeling is, ah, well, you know, wow. it's, it's almost as if you're, you're trying to see one of those challenges where you're trying to see how long you can hold the monkey bars. And if you let go, well, then the challenge is finished. Whereas right. what you're kind of supposed to do is jump up and catch the monkey bars again and carry on. Because it turns out a year is not, you know, just two weeks. It's it's a whole long thing. So I looked at to why it was, and they say there's a few reasons why people mess this up. Uh, the first is obviously that they're unrealistic. Uh, the second is that they, uh, you know, if they fall off, they think, well, you know, well, I've got permission now to, to stop. And the third is that they're not specific enough. Like they, they don't have enough specificity. They're, they're, they might say, I want to lose weight, but they won't say, I want to lose X by X. And in fact, if they do, X might be an unrealistic uh, amount of weight to lose by that period. Right. So I have an idea for next year, and I want to propose the Mulhooligan method as an alternative, right? So I want to give you guys another way of thinking about New Year's resolutions, and I want to tra- uh, challenge all of you guys in the studio to try and follow this way next year. Does this follow, so, on, does this follow on from your to-don't list of last week? Because I really like that as well. Right. It kind of does. And in fact, when, when I was sitting thinking about the to don't list, 
uh, idea. I already knew that I wanted to do this one for the last show. And so it was a kind of a follow-up about the uh, to don't do this. And then there's a few other little things. And in fact, it's a follow-up of something that I, I, I did a show on uh, when you were in a state. So you wouldn't have heard it. And I spoke about this principle about a thing that I, and I've done it every day that I call a to-do better list. Mm -hmm. So every single morning, instead of having a to-do list, I have a to-do better list. And all I do is I reflect on the day before and I think of three things that I wish I'd done better. Okay. So if I was a bit shitty to jazz for something, I think I should, man, I could have, I could have handled that better. Uh, I could have been a better dad. I could have, maybe I should have put down my book when I was speaking to my kid or whatever the case may be. And I make a note of these little things. And what happens is I find myself in situations during the day where I'm doing something and I think, oh, I bet you'll log this in my to do better list tomorrow. And then I think, well, don't be a doist. Just stop doing it. And then I'm actually a better person. Right. So I want to give one idea that I want people to kind of take onto this thinking. Uh, I would love everybody to do a to do better list, but here's, here's where it is. So the first thing is I want people to decide on three very specific goals that they would like to achieve. Now they could do more, but basically they must all be different. So if one is lose weight and the one is stop smoking, another one might be spend more time with family or some kind of big goal for the end of the year. Right. And then to put a, a specific victory condition. So it must be measurable. If at the end of the year you achieve this, you have won. If you haven't, you failed. Okay. Right. So just, and, and okay. One thing is I think at least one of these goals should affect somebody else. Because it's so easy to quit on, you know, well, I've not lost weight. Well, it's okay. It only affects me. There must be something around other people that are important to you. So it's not that easy to bail. Mm. Then what I want you to do is not make a New Year's resolution. But your New Year's resolution is to follow the system. So every morning when you wake up, and in my case, right after I do my to-do better list and my to-don't list, I'm going to add my New Day's resolution. Right? So that day, all I'm saying is in this day specifically, I want to try swear less. In this day specifically, I want to try and make sure I don't eat any processed sugar. In this day specifically, whatever it may be, I want to focus on, on getting three columns written or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And my victory condition is a victory condition for the day. And so every morning I'm going to wake up and say my day, new day's resolution is today to do this. Then what I want to do is on a Sunday, I'm going to look, go back and see how many check marks did I give myself. And if I feel that I've, if I've given myself four successes out of the seven days, mm -hmm. then I'm going to count my week as a win. And then at the end of the month, I'm going to look at my weeks. And if I've managed to get three weeks out of the four as wins, well, then I'm going to count my month as a win. Yes. And at the end of the year, if I get seven months where, where those have been successful, then I'm going to say that I've kicked 2018 in the ass. Beautiful. And, and at the same time, I'll have made some great habits. But instead of it being one big system that I have to hold for the whole year, I feel like I want to break it down into small little manageable chunks. And I want to give myself, I want to build some degree of failure into the process. So I can't just leave just because I missed the day. So that's my, my challenge for you guys. Any of you in at all? Any of you no, willing I'm to give it a lash? Yeah. Does this mean though that we have to have 365 different challenges? It means that every single day when you wake up in the morning, as you're driving to the studio, you think of today, if I achieve this, my day has been a success. And at the end of the night, when you're lying down, when you go to bed, say, did I make that one thing that I wanted to focus on today? And if it's yes, you say, cool. Can you, re can you repeat these things? You I mean, want like, let's say the swearing one, for example. I, I, I think that that's quite an easy one to be able to do, but you've got to do it quite regularly. So at least once a month for one day of every month, I'm going to put the swearing in as one of the reasons I want to do that, that particular task. 
Right. So I don't mind swearing. I mind if I if I can't stop it. Yes. So I want to make sure that I'm always perfectly able to have a conversation with somebody where, you don't where have to. I don't feel the need to use lazy adjectives like, mm-hmm. you know, fucking. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, but if I do want to drop it in on occasion for impact, it must be by choice. Yes. I feel that I've almost sometimes lost my ability. And that's why, in fact, on the show recently, I've tried my best not to to use these things simply mm-hmm. because you've kind of almost given me a bit of permission and you allow your guests a bit of leeway. Right. I almost felt that I took that too much to heart and I thought, Oh, I can do better than that. Right. You know, I can, I, and, and so I've been trying mindfully to not be that bad. But I mean, that's the and kind so of, that that's the kind of task that you could, you could repeat month by month. Right. Oh, absolutely. I think almost, almost entirely. If you look at a 30 day period, you'll probably end up repeating, uh, almost every one. Like once you've done January, you uh-huh. probably don't need to think of a single thing. And in fact, you probably shouldn't have to because yeah. if you, again, the key is that these things should always be somewhat appropriate to the three goals you gave yourself in the first place. Right. So, so you are tying them back to the victory condition you have for the whole year. So you, of course, you're going to try and make them work in that regard. I like this very much. This is very, very good. Uh, everybody else, are you in? Mubs? Yeah. You in? Ben? See ya. I like it. All right, Amanda, give me a thumbs up. Amanda's in too. All right, so look what you've done. You've started a whole thing. Awesome, guys. Listen, all thanks right. so much for a fantastic year. I hope Thank you all you, have dude. a really wonderful break and, and some uh, great time off. Well, it's, uh, you, you, this is a highlight of most people's week. Uh, Mondays are tough, and you've helped to make Mondays a little bit more inspiring and interesting for us, and a lot of the time to make us think about stuff that uh, possibly we've felt before but never articulated very well. So, Rich, to another year of the reality check and to an excellent holiday for you and your family. Thanks so much, guys. Right, Take dude. it easy. Bye-bye. Thanks. There we go. Yay. Rich Mulholland, everybody. Mulholligan's <laughs> list of things to do. So now you know what to do for the new year. Don't put pressure on yourself and say, these are my hairy audacious goals for 2018 rather just choose little surmountable ones ones that you can easily win but it's also the baby steps that lead to small victories the bigger major small victories for some people just keeping yourself clean and tidy is enough of a task really that's for a lot of people start by making your bed right it's the first thing you need to do we must get jordan peterson to tell us about that next year too I think Rich will like what he has to say. This is cliffcentral.com.